For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Before I used to plan like, oh yeah, let me give myself some years. Like we're talking, yeah. we're moving at speed now. And the yeah. kind of people I'm talking to, their minds are very fast paced and they mm. move at, like, do you know what I mean? So I'm constantly having conversations with people who are doers. Some of the greatest things that have come to me have been by someone just extending an olive branch, you yeah. know? So I join communities of people who extend olive branches without mm -hmm. expecting anything in return yeah. because they want to just see yeah. you grow. I know a lot of people who get offended by so-and-so hasn't supported my brand or posted on their story because mm. it's a friend or it's a friend of a friend. It's just like, is that friend of a friend going to change your life? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. you're not doing, you're not creating a business yeah. for who you know right now. You're creating it for the audience who requires the business that you're making. So when I was asked, what what do I want to do? I broke down in tears because I hadn't I didn't have a clue. So when I found out about consulting, I was happier because I was like, okay, it seems like more like me. The biggest challenge was isolation and loneliness. Okay. Um, I started in a pandemic, so all I knew was Welcome to the Takeoff Experience where I sit down with highly driven people to talk about their journey, their failures, and their successes. If you want to take off in your career, your business, your finances, or your mindset, then this podcast is for you. Welcome back to the Takeoff Experience. We have a special repeat guest, actually, Toyosi. How are you doing today? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm doing well, thank you. Yeah. So you're coming down from the east side of London, right? <laughs> yeah. How's it? How's it? How is it? So you you're actually from Romford, right? You said. Um, I am. I am from east. Mm. Yeah, never yeah. Romford. Yeah. What, what's it like down them side? <laughs> Do you know what? I'm always in my house, so I don't really mm. like, I'm not local, like I'm not about. Is it? But I go into Central a lot. Yeah. Then, why Why Central? That's where I be. Is that's, it? That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> that's it. You, yeah, you. that's where the things I'm doing are, are based. <laughs> so for, for those that haven't listened to the podcast, like when we did an episode um, about a year ago, who who would you say Toasty is? Now? Yeah. You think you've changed actually since then? Um, I've evolved. Okay, cool. Um, tell, tell me who the evolved... Toasty is. I, I'm finally the the woman I always knew I would be. Okay. Which is it's an amazing feeling because mm -hmm. it's like, not that I have imposter syndrome because mm -hmm. a lot of people say that that's a thing, but being acknowledged for what you've been working on and then getting the accolades yeah. is like, oh my God, it's actually happening. But yeah. it's like, oh, it's me that it's happening to. Mm. So sorry, in a nutshell, I am... I am the creative director that I always knew I was going to be. Okay, what are you creative director of? <laughs> I'm a creative director of an art business okay. and an art brand that mm -hmm. um, decorates spaces, homes, and places. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Who else is Toyosi apart from the creative director? Um, she is a. Mm, what is she? Oh God, it's <laughs> tough to answer yeah. who you are, right? Because um, you probably work so much. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, I'm also an artist. Okay. So I create artwork. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also. Um, a friend and a daughter. Yeah. So many different views. <laughs> um, but um, I am, I'm a boss babe. Mm. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm a boss babe. You're a boss babe now, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I love that. I love to hear that. So what's new? What's new with Toya Rights? Yeah. That's changed since we spoke a year ago. Wow, so much has changed since mm -hmm. we spoke. Um, for instance, I've done pop-ups at HSBC. Yep. Barclays. Wow. How did those come about? 
they actually reached out to me um, okay hsbc um they got in contact with me and were really mm. interested in my brand mm-hmm. um so they were talking about investing in yeah. the brand and they were giving opportunities to discuss that further mm. so they were giving me that space to like show that they were really interested mm-hmm. um barclays was an accelerator program for founders and entrepreneurs okay. And um, I got into the program and wow. then they offered the opportunity to stage my artwork there when yeah. when people were pitching for funding for the last part of the mm. um, the accelerator program. So yeah. on that day, I was um, showcasing my artwork. Okay. And my intern was helping. To other, to other people on the, yeah, on oh, the program mad, and like mad. potential investors yeah. and like people in Barclays mm. as well. So yeah. Mad. What was that? What was the reception like during that time? And how did you feel about The reception? That? Yeah. At, um, at Barclays? Yeah, it both. Was, yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. I think people saw the work and they were like, wow, what is it doing here? Like, mm. they were like shocked. It's like, why is it so nice? And why is it here? Kind of thing. Mm. And I was like, um, telling them, for instance, when I went to HSBC, I was like, that one was very intense for me because mm. the HSBC opportunity was right opposite KPMG. <laughs> okay. And obviously, you know, I t- I told I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we used to yeah. work together. So yeah. being opposite KPMG on Canary Wharf, that same street, Canada okay. Square. Yeah. Was crazy. Yeah. Like selling my artwork. Yeah. And being invited to sell my artwork. Yeah. Like that was like intense because I knew the story. I knew mm. how I felt when I left. I knew mm. how I didn't know where I was going because mm-hmm. I just felt like it was time to try something new, but I had no direction. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was in. Wow. That's crazy. So you're telling me when you say HSBC, I just was thinking HSBC generally, but you're saying the HSBC and Canary Wolf. Yeah. And you're opposite the KFMG building. <laughs> now we can say KFMG because we didn't say, we didn't say a year ago. <laughs> I mean, I've left now. I'm, and again, we're not trying to. No, it was an amazing time. It. it was amazing Yeah. Time. But of course, challenges as we, if you want to hear about it, you have to go and listen to that episode. We're not going to repeat it yeah, here. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I get it. So I guess that was a sense of joy for you in a way, like a sense of overcoming. Fulfillment. Yeah. Absolute fulfillment. Mad. Because KPMG was the stepping stone to who I am now. Yeah. But it was the breaking point to who I was before. Yeah. Because I no longer felt like I was fulfilled in that environment. Mm. So yeah. And you feel full. Oh yeah, so now, yeah? now, yeah. Oh mad, that's crazy. That's crazy. I've seen that you had a few other pop-up stores, right? Like yeah. I saw John Lewis, Brent Cross, mm-hmm. as well. Tell me how those came about. John oh. Lewis is amazing. They came about through the Great British pop-up. Mm-hmm. So um, they have me in their um, their program of people. Sorry, businesses in mm-hmm. their roster. So they kind of like told us about the opportunity with my business partner and we were available for Blue Water, Lakeside, Mm -hmm. John Lewis and um, it was incredible. Wow. It was incredible. That's crazy. That's crazy. So so tell me what you do now in your day-to-day. What's that like? Um, I want to know what's changed. (laughs) Oh, wow. So, I mean, since the Telegraph announcement Mm -hmm. um, that recently happened, Um, I'm now talking to like very, very successful entrepreneurs. Okay. And did they reach out to you? Yeah. We're all in like a community together now. Oh, like, wow. These women who are absolutely yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. So we discuss like where we see ourselves. Like mm-hmm. I was having a coffee the other day and one of one of the ladies on the program, her question to me was, yeah, where do you see yourself in six weeks? Like, six weeks? No, do you know what I mean? Like those <laughs> kind of conversations, like before I used to plan like, oh yeah, let me give myself some years. Like we're talking, yeah. we're moving at speed now. And the yeah. kind of people I'm talking to, their minds are very fast paced and they mm. move at like, do you know what I mean? So I'm constantly having conversations with people who are doers, mm. people who get things done, not yeah. just talking about it, you know? Mm. So that's where I am now. And um, the Telegraph announcement was absolutely amazing because mm-hmm. these were 
a hundred female entrepreneurs to watch in yeah. the UK. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful that I'm part of that list. Yeah, I'm proud of you, man. That was sick. That was um, dope. Yeah. That's so, so great. So, okay. So that was the Telegraph hundred female entrepreneurs to watch, right? To watch. That you were part of. Yeah. When did you find out about that? I knew about it since September. Okay. But it's because it's, it's very, it's yeah. very, those kind of companies, you can't just be announcing things without permission. So yeah. we had to keep it quiet till November 18th. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So talk, talk us through the process. It's always interesting to know. So what, mm. so what happened? They reached out. Yeah. So, um, senior people on the Rose Board Review, mm. um, they're a woman's, um, membership mm-hmm. review board that look at, um, upcoming and successful female entrepreneurs and startup companies. So they give the opportunity for women who, women own businesses to get their name out there, but you have to tell them the story about your business, tell Mm -hmm. them what you've done, your success metrics and those Mm -hmm. kind of things. And I told them about myself and so did thousands of other businesses. Oh, wow. They shortlisted a hundred of the ones Mm -hmm. that they felt were extremely. Mm -hmm. What do you tell them about yourself? I'm curious. (laughs) I told them how I was once in very much in the corporate world yeah left and took the big leap of faith before a global pandemic mm-hmm. found myself which is true yeah you did global yeah. pandemic with no help yeah. no funding no investment just myself and um started a business with just a blank four blank walls mm-hmm. and decided to create some artwork that got endorsed by hollywood celebrities in two mm-hmm. months of launching yeah so that's what i told them wow so that, that, that was it <laughs> Do you know, the reality of it is it yeah. was the craziest most difficult thing that's ever happened to me and it's yeah. like it needs to be told yeah it is when you look back at it like how it, it's crazy because when you i guess when you started you never knew that a pandemic would happen no. but you didn't quit you can you, you you went through and obviously megan good endorsed it priscilla endorsed it and a few other people yeah. definitely endorsed it um which was obviously crazy for you right, right. Um, and then now it's just, it's just like continue W's throughout the year, which is sick. Like, uh, it's really amazing. Like, I'm really, really happy for you. <laughs> it's crazy now because we obviously spoke a year ago and we were spoken ab- speaking about that. I don't think you would have ever believed like a year later, right. which is a quick turnaround. This is, this is the next thing. So what do you think is going to be the next thing then? What, or what are you aiming for right mm. next? What am I aiming for? Yeah, because people ask you six weeks, right? You must have had, you must have <laughs> had the year in it. Yeah. Okay. Um, what am I aiming for? I'm aiming to be um, definitely a globally recognized brand. Yeah. Um, I'm aiming to have locations in multiple different countries, having yeah. multiple pop-ups mm. in different countries. Yeah. Um, artwork in very incredible spaces and places, mm-hmm. big names, restaurants, hotels. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, and I'm, and even I also do event decor, so yeah. I also do like. Oh, you're doing that at the moment. Yeah. Tell me what what is that like? What's that like? So, um, yeah. private dining and supper clubs are a big deal mm. right now. A lot of people okay. love hosting, like really mm. bougie looking dinners and stuff. Okay. And they love decorating the tables. Mm-hmm. So I have like incredible clients who come to me and say they want their birthday to look amazing. Can I design a private menu for them? Can I design okay. an illustrated menu? Or... Really? Yeah. It's a thing. It's a it's a big deal. It's okay. a big deal. So I've done um there was a menu where um there was a private birthday and some of the guests were celebrity guests mm-hmm. on the menu. So it's like people really like this vibe right now. Wow. Yeah. This is interesting. What 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 other stuff is like that? Because 
That's so interesting. Yeah. I would have never thought about that. What what other stuff are you doing that's similar to that? Um, what else am I doing? That's okay, so I do commissioned pieces. Okay. So like you could come to me and be like, oh, I really love this picture of my wife and I. Could you mm. illustrate this for us? Mm-hmm. And then we want to use it as packaging for our goodie bags for our next event really? or something. So just like okay. repurposing designs and giving, yeah. making them like for, for products. Yeah. So I've done designs for people's fashion lines and scarves mm. and i've done designs mm. for people's um packaging for their hot chocolate and stuff like that really yeah it's gone to that level it has that's crazy yeah it, would you have imagined is that what you you thought it would go to like how know, it would be the beauty of what i do was i started with simply just affirmations mm. and like very minimalist artwork yeah. and then when people saw how i can actually i'm beyond just like lines and pretty mm. pictures i can actually do very complex designs and mm-hmm. complex artwork i started to get commissioned for different different products that i didn't even think i never thought of doing product design i never mm. thought of doing um, menu designs i never mm. thought of doing commissioned um yeah that kind of stuff i just thought okay art walls and stuff <laughs> and then people will come with me to me with different ideas and it's a challenge every single time yeah yeah but you are you enjoying that though? i love it yeah i mean because you're getting to utilize your skills right yeah in 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 that moment that's crazy. I wanted to know about boots. How how did that happen? Oh, That's crazy. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Um, once again, it's all about networking. Yeah. Um, when they saw the brand, they were like, mm-hmm. "We want to um endorse small businesses right now, and mm-hmm. we would love for you to sell your artwork in Boots." Wow. And that happened. I think twenty twenty one. We spoke and shortly yeah. after Boots happened. Okay. So yeah, that's how it happened. And then um, when myself and my business partner, mm. we got together to host the. Wait, art. you got a business partner? Did, yeah. Do you have a business partner when we spoke? Oh, I, no, don't I don't think, I think so. I did. Okay, talk, talk to me about that. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. um, she is an interior designer. Okay. And she sells vases handmade by herself like hand design sorry she designed okay. them so interior design is is mm-hmm. my industry as well yeah so obviously selling artwork with partnered with the vase that looks perfect for it goes hand in hand so yeah. we just decided to join forces and that's crazy yeah so how, how is that how is that work what's that like compared to you know working on your own do you know what another yeah. challenge yeah, yeah. like because growth with growth comes more people more yeah. responsibility yeah but having a like-minded business partner is the best thing because mm. those are new ideas coming my way. Like yeah. she even encouraged me to do more consulting. Cause you know, in KPMG, I was doing consulting. Mm-hmm. So now with my business partner, she's like, you're such a consultant. You need to get back into that. Yeah. Thing. So giving into people, that mindset, yeah, right? yeah. like giving people entrepreneurial advice yeah. and stuff. I do that on the side as well. Okay. Wow. Mm. How many things do you do? <laughs> so obviously you're doing your business, yeah. Toya Rights. Yeah. What 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 are the other things you're doing? Um, I'm also contra- I also take on UX contracts. Okay. Um, user research contracts, wow. consulting contracts. Wow. Um, I do speaking events. I do. You do speaking too? Yeah, one to one mentoring wow. here. Okay. Uh, commissioned artwork for events as well. Wow. And it's um, like five six income streams. Exhibitions. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is mad you mentioned something i was thinking about networking yeah can you talk to us a bit about how how you've done that effectively yeah. and how that's worked for you i think the, it's incredible like i join communities of like-minded people and you find that like-minded people share opportunities yeah because i'm the kind of person that some of the greatest things that have come to me have been by someone just extending an olive branch, you yeah. know? So I join communities of people who extend olive branches without mm-hmm. expecting anything in return because yeah. they want to just see yeah. you grow. So um, being part of a Barclays Eagle Labs, being part of, um, um, what else am I part of right now? 
um, the hundred female entrepreneurs to watch list. Mm -hmm. Be um being part of other things like All Bright, mm -hmm. which is like a female founded, mm -hmm. um, females club kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So her house, like these kind of different um okay. places. Yeah, I saw her house as well. Yeah, yeah these... been hearing a lot about that. <laughs> I don't know what they've done to attract more people, but yeah, <laughs> it's creatives. You yeah. know, like it's just communities. Mm. Yeah. So. Okay, and so so you it sounds like you enjoy being part of the in person communities. These guys have like a lot of events. Albright, I think I heard about recently. So a house again. I think I've got I've got I think I've got a friend that goes there and they, they, they're talking good about it. I don't know nothing about Soho House. I've never been there. I don't know what it's like. I just, I've been hearing more about it. So I was like, have they changed the way they, they've set up? Mm, or I think. I, I feel like they were a bit, I don't know if I'm wrong, but I felt like they were a bit more exclusive. It, like you couldn't just join. Right? You can't still. The reason really? I'm part is because I'm a creative. You can't just, you can't be like, oh, I have 400 pounds a month to spend on Soho House membership. Really? You have to say what you do in order uh, to be a member. But what they do have is, um, Soho House friends. So if you are a friend of someone who's a creative, you can come with them to Soho House. Mm -hmm. But membership won't just. Some people like investment bankers don't even get membership to Soho House. Really? Because you have to prove you're you're a creative. Okay, so this is just for creative people. Currently, I don't oh. know. If they're, they're, um, How have I never heard about Soho House before? This is crazy. Yeah, I guess because you've been in corporate for so yeah. long, and even yeah. I, when I was in KPMG, I didn't really know much about it. Yeah. Huh. that's interesting. But, um, yeah. That's interesting. That's that's crazy. Then again, I'm not the Soho House founder, so these things can change. I mean, yeah, it it, it could do. It could do. Yeah. How are you, how are you finding that though at, at Soho House? What's it what's the experience like? Like the people there, and yeah. you feel like you're learning a lot there. Yeah, I mean, in Soho House, um, you're actually just meant to socialize. It's mm -hmm. not like you're networking for mm -hmm. opportunity because the, the nature of their yeah yeah they don't push you it's not a networking mm. like business-wise you're actually just meant to socialize okay um so it's just to let your hair down mm. say hi to someone who might be doing something cool as you and then offline you go and talk to them later okay. but it's not like you come to so house you're like oh i'm about to have a networking session so <laughs> okay it's definitely just a chill just a chill right? place have food, chat, chat. Shit. yeah okay yeah damn this place is making me want to i think i'll get in i'm a creative yeah like, you, oh, podcast is creative. You yeah, this is my creative yeah <laughs> I think I should be all right. I should be all right. Be on Soho House though. It's I mean, place. yeah, yeah. No, it sounds like it. I've got a friend that goes in. He actually invited me to go there, so I definitely yeah. will take him up on that offer. You can invite me. You can invite oh, me yeah, too. Of course come. Um, what would you say you've learned in the past year? Like, what's the biggest lesson that you've learned? Because obviously, like, I can imagine that you've done a lot of work last year, and obviously there's been a lot of learnings what would you say is the biggest lesson that you've learned i would say that in time you will get the recognition you deserve mm -hmm. just don't stop do you know what i mean like i never knew like i always knew that i would need some level of pr for my brand mm -hmm. but when i worked so hard the caliber of pr i got was worth my effort mm. like i the first newspaper i've ever been in is the telegraph mm -hmm. the telegraph is one of the best british mm -hmm. papers like standard wise we're talking mm -hmm. that and it just goes to show that i didn't have to start on a semi good paper mm. brand like it came because of the level of effort that i put into my business which goes to show that it doesn't matter how or who's who's clapping it doesn't matter who's clapping mm -hmm. there's somebody that will clap louder than 500 people in the room because they have the platform to put you on mm -hmm. so it means just keep going yeah i know a lot of people who get offended by so and so hasn't 
supported my brand or posted on their story because mm. it's a friend or it's a friend of a friend. It's just like, is that friend of a friend going to change your life? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. you're not doing, you're not creating a business yeah. for who you know right now. You're creating it for the audience who requires the business that you're making. Mm -hmm. So stop looking at the, the people around you and have a bigger vision for where you're heading. And then you won't be easily offended by who's right beside you. Do you know mm. what I mean? Cause you're not waiting for these people. You're going forward. Yeah. So um, the biggest lesson I've learned is to literally be my biggest cheerleader mm -hmm. and have no expectation of anyone Yeah. because my audience will find me. Mm. And that's the truth. I love that. I love that. I love that you said that. And you said something very in, in, important. I think, you know, both, I think any business you do, um, you require some level of support. And yeah. I think it's very easy for people to want the support from their media circle. And if they don't get that, and it's not because they don't, those people don't want to do that. If they don't get it the way they, they want, they just, offend. some people get offended by it really really offended by it so i love the fact that you're saying that actually what you're building is not for the people around you of yeah. course it's not like that's not why you're doing it yeah. you didn't think to yourself oh yeah i'm doing no you're doing it for the world right or whoever is your in that exactly so it's very it's very I, I really like that you um said that how how did you how did you come to terms with that because it's interesting it would be interesting to know like how you came to terms with that how yeah. you switch your mindset because I'd imagine, right, when you're starting, especially at the beginning, of course. it's super hard, right? Yeah, like like maybe not much people know what you're doing and you're trying to get yourself out there. You're trying to establish yourself. How, how, how did you like? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not one of those people that suffered the hand of so-and-so yeah. didn't support me. So -and -so. Mm. I, by the grace of almighty mm. God, I had an extreme amount of support from incredible yeah. family and friends who put money down when they needed to, mm -hmm. who shouted my name when they needed to, who recommended me when they needed to. So I'm not out here saying I didn't get support. Mm. But what I did do was when the voices of other people would start to say, oh, has so-and-so ordered? Has so-and-so said? I was like, hello, hello. Mm. Is that the only person I, I need in my, in my, mm. um, to pay for my stuff? Like I started to get irritated with, people asking me whether so-and-so mm. has bought or so-and-so has supported me when I'm like, did I wake up and so-and-so was mm. right next to me telling me to start this business? Mm. So that started to just, I said, I don't listen to that. That's mm. noise. I'm blocking it out. So-and-so isn't the one that helped me get the telegraph. So-and-so mm. didn't tell Megan Good to endorse me. Mm. So-and-so didn't open the door with John Lewis. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you don't look for those yeah. voices to be your focus because at the end of the day, only everyone can do what they can. Mm -hmm. But when you start expecting mm that's when the problem comes yeah and i've stopped expecting and i'm just doing yeah i think it's a form of entitlement yeah that, like, that is not required when you come to business you shouldn't be doing business for entitlement at all right and I, I and i love that you that you really said this because i feel like you you understand your mission you understand your why you understand your goal so anything else is just noise really <laughs> to you right it doesn't bother you because you know what you're you're trying to do and you understand that the people who, who want your stuff will come to it like, as they are, right? Which is why you've gotten what you've gotten in a, in how long has this business been? Two years, right? Mm. Look how much has happened in two years. <laughs> not even we're not even talking five. We're not talking ten. So yeah, it can only really go up Amen. from from here. Um. Okay, so obviously we talked about you know hundred entrepreneurs. So what? <laughs> Telegraph talked about all the pop ups. What would you say has been the biggest success to date for Toyota Rights? <laughs> the biggest success to date wow um 
I don't even know what to say. I haven't actually thought about it. You that. haven't thought about that, right? Yeah. It's so funny when I ask all the business people that come on my show. I think like it's so funny because I think all of you are so driven. You're so focused on go, 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 go. What's the next thing? What's the next yeah. thing? You don't even get to <laughs> pat yourself on the back and say, oh my God, I did all this amazing stuff. Like, I was going through your page. Like, wow, like... You did this, you did this, you just did this, and like, oh. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, yeah. Do you know what? My, I mean, it's humble. It's good. Oh, thank you. I feel like, I don't know how to answer that, but I will say in a nutshell, I'm actually just proud of who I am today. Mm. I'm proud of who, of everything that has come together to make me who I currently am. And mm. I can look back and I say, I didn't, I don't regret the decision. Like mm. I'm so happy with who I am. The happiest I've been in a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's an achievement. Yeah. And so who is that person? If we go circle back. <laughs> <laughs> She's a boss babe. Yeah. A boss. <laughs> <laughs> She's a boss babe. But um, she's a woman who my younger self, like 17 year old me mm. is like, what? like this is my dream woman who I am now mm. to my younger self. So Wow. That's that's what she is. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. And what would you say has been the biggest challenge for Tory Rights? Because obviously we all have challenges in our business. For yeah. me, some of the biggest challenges that I've had with the podcast, I paused it at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And then I, I said, oh, am I doing it? Am I not doing it? And then I started in April, obviously getting guests. And then obviously it was tough getting getting people. I've had, I've had challenges, had people not to, I've only had one person not turn up. That was once. Um, and then obviously I've had listens go down like that. At one point, oh my God, like, I'm continuing this thing. Mm. So I've had my challenges, right? And I've overcome them. And, you know, things are better than ever. So what would you say is some of the, your challenges? My challenges. Um, the biggest challenge was isolation and loneliness. Okay. Um, I started in a pandemic. So all I knew was isolation and loneliness. Um, so overcoming that, through um just finding like-minded people for instance having a business partner having these women's networks and entrepreneurial networks has been like so beautiful but you know when you've been isolated for so long having to interact with people is like a new normal again because I've always been kind of a social butterfly but then being forced to be in a cocoon having to find your wings again you're like damn can I actually fly but you find your rhythm you know so isolation was my biggest challenge I found it really difficult but it also enabled me to become who I am um another challenge is um sometimes what would I say funding mm. that's the next step for my business is funding mm. and being a black woman and a female founder part of what they said in the telegraph is women find it a ridiculous amount harder to get funding let alone being a black woman as well. Mm-hmm. So this is a um, a challenge that I'm excited to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, another challenge that there's been is um, hmm, bringing people into your vision. Like, okay. I'm employing people now. Yeah. And doing that, you have to look at their vision, their desires, their passions, and you mm-hmm. have to say, do you actually... Um, do you see where this brand is going? How long will you stay with this brand? Can you, do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I can sit and be in this brand because I'm the founder of it. I gave birth to this thing. So mm-hmm. I'm never going to leave my child, mm-hmm. but other people can leave your child because they never gave yeah. birth to it. So I'm reading a book right now about um, being surrounded by idiots. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Wait, hold on. What, what? That sounds so rude. I know, but it's You can't not... call your employees. Yeah, idiots, I know. I'm never, right? but that's the name of the book. And okay. It just, it's explaining employee, I mean, sorry, personality types. Okay, cool. I need cool. to remember the name of the author. It's just, I remember the yeah. title of the book. They're probably book. doing that to grab people exactly. in and it's got nothing to do that. They're like, they're what? What kind of, yeah, of course. But not, it's yeah. a fantastic book and it describes various different personalities and it puts them into color groups and color okay. um, and it's great and it just gives me understanding of why certain people are that way why mm. do they do that because yeah not to toot my own horn but i'm extremely adaptable mm -hmm. you can put me in a room and i'll see the nature of the room and the people in it and i'll adapt to that room mm -hmm. other people they will sink or swim yeah or they'll just leave and run and i found that people sometimes can't adapt to yeah. the environment so i have to adapt to the fact that they can't adapt mm -hmm. So as I'm learning leadership skills in a sense, yeah. I just started a business because I loved being creative. But being a business owner, founder, you have to then be a leader as well. Yeah. So this is another skill I'm developing. How are you finding that? that, that it's Because it's interesting now you're on the opposite end of it, right? Yeah. Like you were obviously you, you've been employed before, uh -huh. right? And you, you now you know what that experience is like and what you didn't like. Yeah. How are you? How are you incorporating that into, mm -hmm. you know, your leadership? with you know employing people because now you now have now you're responsible for them yeah right first of all i love that question yeah why i love that question is because i felt like certain people i worked with in the past really lacked emotional intelligence mm -hmm. and that's something that i'm driving into my working style my work ethic so i actively think about how does someone feel mm -hmm. on the end of this conversation on the end of this task i'm giving them do you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I'm trying to be really compassionate. I'm trying yeah. to really have a heart. And I feel like someone, I heard someone say that women would be more ideal managers and mm -hmm. um, and um, founders than men because we have emotional capacity. Mm -hmm. So we give, a, we try and understand who we're hiring. We try and understand mm -hmm. people, you know? And I feel like that's a strength of mine that I'm trying to really put in my workplace and my business okay uh, yeah that makes sense i think i think i think you're right i think no long the old style of management is out the old style oh. of leadership's out nobody's gonna take it anymore because we have options we can <laughs> <laughs> it's true we will we will look on glass door if we see anything if we see a score that's bad we see that you don't treat your employees well we're not gonna work no. for you the best people won't work for you right and you know at the end of the day we're all adults so we sh you should treat us like adults so yeah i i completely agree i think empathy is definitely um an important part of it for sure um what other things have changed about the business <laughs> obviously you started hiring people yeah. you've got a business partner what other stuff would you say has changed mm, um yeah i'm really looking at the investment space so venture capital okay um funding oh for you to to start you start pitching yeah yeah oh no, no. <laughs> There's opportunities for mm. sure, for sure. There's so much money in this world. You should definitely. There is. Literally, I thought, I thought to myself, how much money is moving in the atmosphere? Billions. Black Friday. Billions. On Black Friday yeah. in particular. I was thinking of the amount of transfers that are going on. I was like, just give me 10%, mm. you know? So um, <laughs> I was like, 10%. You can get that 10%, for just sure. 10, just 10%. For sure. A trillion, like. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, funding. Cool, cool. I, 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 I. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk offline about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk offline about that. What would you say is the thing that scares you the most, though, about toy rides? Like, what 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 keeps you up at night? No, oh, wow. Um, what keeps me up at night? There must be things. There's always things in it, right? Keeps that keeps you up. Mm, 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 mm. I never want to reach a glass ceiling. I want. Okay. I never want to get bored. 
you know? Yeah. Like, no, it's true. Like, I'm like, I love this now. I'm 27. I've been doing this since I was 25. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 37 year old me, what does she look like? What's she up to? <laughs> you know I mean? Where's the business going? So I constantly, yeah. I've, I've learned that those who go far mm-hmm. go with other people. Okay. You know? So I'm open to receiving feedback, mm-hmm. advice. That's that KPMG culture coming in. Yeah. You know, get some feedback. I love that, that you're incorporating the good you know? parts of that. Yeah. But the creative, the creative people naturally are very, very sensitive. And mm. I'm, a, I'm sensitive too, but I've also been put in the fire that that sensitivity, we've got to quickly just yeah. take it and close that, put the plaster there so we can just improve. So um, what I'm scared of, I don't know if I'm actually scared. I think... Doesn't sound like you're scared of anything. No, no, I don't think I'm scared. That's good. I'm excited. Fearless. <laughs> I love it. Keep that optimism. <laughs> okay, so obviously you've been an entrepreneur for a few years. Um, how, how are you actually feeling about it now that you can compare it to, to you know, formerly working in nine to five like how do you feel about it and if it's stressful how do you manage the stress of it well um i love it yeah i feel like this is why i was so uncomfortable in the the corporate in canary wolf specifically Mm -hmm. for so long i feel like i I thought i was so i do you know what's interesting i had a conversation no sorry i thought about a conversation i had at uni with a careers coach Mm -hmm. who asked me who i wanted to be when i was studying law at warwick and i was just like I don't know. Like I had everyone around me um, applying for investment banking jobs. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like if I don't apply for an investment banking job, I'm going to be so like shamed, like put to shame because I don't have an investment banking job. And I was scared that I, do I want to be an investment banker? But everyone's getting these jobs. I need a job, you know? So when I was asked, what what do I want to do? I broke down in tears because I hadn't, I didn't have a clue. So when I found out about consulting, I was happier because I was like, okay, it seems like more like me. Then when I found myself in a team in KPMG that allowed me to be creative, I was like, oh, okay, so I actually can be creative and get paid, you know? So what was the question? <laughs> what was the question? How do you feel about being an entrepreneur? I love it. Yeah. I love being an entrepreneur yeah. because I feel like I'm myself. Mm-hmm. And is it? do you find it stressful? Do you find any of it stressful? And if you do, how do you manage it? Yeah, it is stressful, but because it comes naturally to me, mm-hmm. I just write down everything that I need to do. I organize my time. Okay. I think ahead. Like even with the Telegraph announcement, I had two months to plan how I was going to like mm. capitalize on it. Yeah. You know, I had an exhibition coming the week after. I had mm-hmm. a conversation with you coming mm-hmm. the week after. Yeah, yeah. We spoke about it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, how do I make sure this is valuable? Yeah. So yeah. I'm always thinking ahead. Do you feel like you work more now than when you were in your nine to five? Be honest. <laughs> No, that's yeah. a good question because they say um, I stopped my nine to five, but I ended up working. Yeah. They say, yeah. But um, I definitely work more, but I'm working smarter. So okay. me working more still is more valuable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because you're, 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 I, I learned a new term recently, something called sweat equity Ooh. into your business. It's very interesting. So, yeah. So um, the, the, the idea is, is you may not be getting paid from your, your business, but you're building equity in it mm-hmm. right so eventually when you do get paid of course if you own 100 percent of it you're gonna get a big chunk of it right so yeah, yeah it's um it's, it's very 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 interesting i'm thinking about breaks right so like even even when i'm off for like three four days it's very hard for me to switch off yeah. do you switch off at switch all off? yeah do you take regular breaks for yourself because i'm just trying to think like how can you advise people to make sure they take breaks mm. they should you know Obviously, switch off their phones, yeah. switch off their emails, and how how you do that. Yeah, 
do you know what? I think I do take breaks. I turn my phone off. I'll mm. do not disturb. I put my oh, do you? Disturb yes, you do it. Yeah, okay. I, turn, I use do not disturb. I also like sometimes I just um, have a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally nap all the time or um, yeah or I'll listen to something motivational Mm -hmm. or pray but um I definitely do take breaks because I don't want to burn out yeah and that's the thing I think it's 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 super important um because you're you're working on it all the time pretty much every day Mm -hmm. do you work weekends on it yeah work weekends you got your business partner you got your employees that you're doing trying to get funding you're trying to get this work you're trying to you know everything is going at 100 miles an hour and i think like like we said before i think it's always good to like just be like yeah let me just in my let me enjoy yeah. this space right now yeah where i am this the the present <laughs> right yeah because yeah. we can't always we're always thinking about the future but we're not even enjoying the, the actual present right um so i think it's it's super super important so my final question is um so obviously a lot of people want to you know i think entrepreneurship is like becoming more and more popular every year and that's because everybody people are making oh you can make this money whatever right yeah it's becoming super super important Mm -hmm. if you were to you know do it all again um what would you advise yourself what would you advise Mm -hmm. 25 year old Teresi? Yeah. Sorry, that's such a nice question. I would advise myself to have a mentor mm-hmm. because having a mentor has honestly changed my life. Like, and it's so funny how I met my mentor. I met I met him. Sorry, <laughs> I met him at doing um by doing a pop up in Boots, and he just walked up to me, and he was just impressed with my stand. And then from there, exchanged business cards and um. He became my mentor and literally my some of my greatest wins have come off the back of that because he's been giving me great ideas. He's already had a business. He already is, um, he's made a lot of money. Do you know what I mean? So he gives me a lot of great advice. Mm-hmm. And if I had that mentor in, in um, 2020, I would have felt less lonely. I would have had more direction and I could have even capitalized on some of my wins even more than I did at the time. I'm happy for everything, mm-hmm. but I would have said, you need a mentor. As soon as I left that company, I would have been like, the first thing I need to look for is a mentor. Yeah. But it came in the end. So Wow. Wow. That's epic. I, I, I agree. I think a mentor is super important, especially someone who's been there, done that. Yes. They can give you the guidance. And it sounds like they've had a big help in what you're doing. And yeah. do you see this, like it will be long-term, like a long-term mentor forever? Like- Pretty much. I feel like he's family. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Like, what are the odds, right? That that you'll find a mentor through your, like, just a a pop up, right? Your pop up that you're doing. Can you imagine? That's crazy. That's mad. It's like, and this is the thing. This is what people always say, like, oh, go and find a mentor. Sometimes it's in the most natural situations, the best way, because it's just happens naturally. Oh, actually, yeah. Like, we get along. I'm crying. I'm not. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? you know you get along and it and it and it works out so yeah so on that note what what do you have planned next for toy rights and yourself okay. personally yes so um by this time next week i would have done my first solo exhibition yeah as sponsored by barclay yes yeah. that's big you know what's crazy this episode is coming after unfortunately oh, no, it's yeah fine. It's fine. but do you have any other ones planned um yeah you do yeah you're allowed to say yeah yeah, yeah. I've okay got, say um, them yeah an international one yeah um at a private women's um club in mm. lagos nigeria oh wow yeah so when when's that that should be 
um, Q1 2023. Okay, cool. And there are some other ones coming up. There's lots yeah. coming up. I'm okay. working with some incredible women who are killing it. Yeah. And um, wow. there should be um, a space coming that is completely decorated with TW artworks. Wow, that's yeah. sick. I'm looking forward to seeing that. <laughs> looking forward to see that. And then we'll, yeah, we'll definitely get you in for an, a, another interview in a year's time. And um, where, where can people find you? Okay. Um, yeah. You can find, um, you can find the Toyo Rights business online. So that's www.toyorightstorights.com. And um, you can also find us on Instagram, Toyo Rights, and Twitter, Toyo Rights, TikTok, Toyo Rights. And myself on Instagram is Toyo Grams. Yeah, love that, love that, love that. Do you have a final, any final words for the listeners, watchers? Do you know what? You're your number one fan, so believe in yourself. Literally, as cliche as it sounds, like nobody will push you like you can. Nobody can do it like you can. And even if the market is saturated, your star will still shine. Love that, love that. You are your North Star. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for, you know, blessing us on uh, the podcast again, uh, uh, being a repeat guest and, you know, just talking, giving us an update uh, what your journey is. I think I think I'll do this as a yearly thing because it'll be interesting to to go back and be like, oh, OK, in 2021, this is where we're at. 2022, this is where we're at. 2023, 24, <laughs> 25, right? I think it'll be really cool mm -hmm. to do it because we're almost like documenting the journey for future people. So yeah, no, that's how that's what it's about, right? To 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 listen, right? Oh, like to the Kanye documentary. <laughs> oh, man, oh, not like that. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be that detailed. But, but seriously, that's but cool. yeah, but in a podcast that's version, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, a lot of people, I'm getting them back to to come on because Genius. it's it's always good, right, to yeah. hear like how they've progressed, what they've learned, what what's been like the you know like challenges. Um, because that's ultimately we're all trying to learn from each other and support each other and help each other. So yeah, no, no, like it'll be good. It'll be interesting to, I'm interested. I've got a message interest in it as well, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, no, it's been, it's really been good hearing your story. Um, obviously I wish you more success, more pop-ups in the future, more collaborations, more walls, more announcements. <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. Like I'd, it's funny because we, we talked last year and look what happened a few weeks later. So you never know, something else might happen. Um, Watchers, listeners, I hope that you've enjoyed uh, this episode of the Take Up Experience. And yeah, we'll see you next week. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.